Hello, babes. Welcome to Coffee and Tequila, the morning show on Mondays, late show on Fridays. My name is Zach. My name is Alistair. Pat and Garcia, because we're married. We are married. We're lovers. We're gay. Five years you strong, guys. You can us apart. Um, we have a lot of new people that have been coming in, subscribing, watching the videos, listening to the podcast. Um, our numbers have jumped a little bit. Our so, sex quizzes have been doing that's pretty good. That's what's been doing it. It's yeah. the, uh, the sex quiz, the gay sex quiz. Those are like the... I just have to say, I'm, I apologize for anybody who came for the quizzes and for the sexual... Uh, Stories. <laughs> I, I do not apologize. Pod, that, that podcast is not this. This, this, this is not what the podcast is about, but that doesn't mean that we won't circle back to it. Yeah, maybe one day. So you know, continue gonna, to be subscribed. Exactly. Maybe it'll happen. You'll so. hear all about our, our the time we did it in a movie theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alanis Morissette, who... Um, yeah, just for everybody new here, uh, if you're listening on podcast, Apple, uh, or Spotify, the uh, best way to help us out is to leave us a five-star rating. If you're listening on uh, or watching on YouTube, uh, leave us a like. Drop a comment down below. That really helps Subscribe, us Subscribe, share. Yeah, all of that. So, um, and so I'm out of coffee. What, baby, illusion. The illusion. We have we do coffee on mor- Monday mornings. So I put some rosé with ice. <laughs> I couldn't tell if this was like an apple juice, like a water. <laughs> We're doing rosé in the morning, Lord Jesus. Um, it's that kind of week, guys. I guess so. Uh, this episode is kindly being sponsored by Helix Sleep. As always, we'll let you know a little bit more about them a little bit later. But first, we don't really have hot topics today. We just have one. And we've been, I mean, there's a bunch going on in the world. We can always find something. But we've been uh, pretty busy moving, you know. Um, we have been past couple weekends moving things out of the storage unit we've been moving things in my truck in your car yeah don't be surprised if our set looks completely different the next time we actually i don't know if it's going to be the next time maybe the next time next time no it's the set's going to be changing very very soon so i'm super excited about that it'll probably change over time but it's definitely not going to be the set i know i'm going to build something for it and we're going to have like a whole like we have things we're excited to display and all that but like details whatever um uh, we're excited to be here today. What's what's been happening in the news? The only thing on the hot topic list we got is the the queen died, which so, is yes. a pretty big deal, I guess. She passed away, and so uh, I get most of my news from BBC News because mm-hmm. uh, they'll give me the alerts and stuff. But they've been pretty useless, <laughs> I'd say, since the queen passed away, because it's all like, oh, uh, Prince Charles oh showed up for this. Yeah, Come it's been like this. twelve days of you mourning, know, isn't it? A lot of places are shutting down for mm-hmm. mourning. All that stuff. Unfortunately, we're not shutting down for morning. Her body is on a damn tour. I yeah. so this is really like it, it's kind of a big deal, right? Because she is the first monarch that was uh, the British monarch um, monarch that we have been alive for, right? Because she's been on the throne for however long, and she's the long, longest long reigning uh, British monarch too. Second, second. Mm. I think she's the second longest reigning monarch. She's the first longest reigning British monarch. Again, I don't have the details on that. I do but, have the okay, details I on believe that, you. So. I believe you. I'll go with it. Um, it's been really interesting seeing how they kind of do everything. I did not realize they were going to be moving that body like 20 different places. It's gone from Balmoral to the Buckingham Palace. I'm surprised she has not had Christmas dinner at Sandringham. It's just, it's, it's on a tour. It truly yes. is on a tour. If, if, if you died. Would you want your body to go on a tour? No. Do you want me? You don't want me to do that for you? No. He's got a whole list of things. He's got like he's like if I die, I'm 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 very particular. I want candles. Everybody holds candles, kind of like in. uh, Oh gosh, I forget that movie. But everybody's gonna hold candles. Everybody's gonna take tequila shots unless you don't, you know, drink and then take a shot of like something. And for the queen's funeral, like we don't really see everybody crying. Like her family, they're like very. They're keeping it very stoned face, very stoic, political. Yeah, especially. on his list, especially <laughs> he is at demanding this point. everybody ball their eyes out that they have to cry. Yeah. That is one. Yeah, that if is you're like not that, crying, leave my funeral. That is what he says. The big bolded highlighted point is that everybody has to cry. Me, I'm like, you can laugh easiest later. Easiest for you if we're poor, you just get rid of my body. Just give it to the government. D- refuse to claim it. Okay, hmm. somebody will come get it. No, no, I've already told you that I want to do kind of like a psycho thing. Yeah. Or I keep you in the bed. That's okay. So. We can do that. Um, I, I feel like with death, you, you just, I'm dead already, right? So, like, do whatever is easiest for you or whatever helps you mourn the best. Whatever you think is going to, like, help you get through it, you know? Yes, but you haven't talked about if we're incredibly wealthy, mm. what would we do? Crips. No. Yeah. Zachary, we've, I want already, a no, we've already talked about this. We are doing the Disney 
thing and we're getting cryo frozen. We're gonna cryo freeze our bodies. I don't know if I want that. We are. I don't I'm know sorry. if I want to wake up again I'm sorry. in 70 it's years. Not, it's not your decision. 200 years, I'm not sure I want to wake up in this world again. So you're gonna wake up with me. Which is gonna be bodiless though. Do we're we probably to gonna be like in a spaceship somewhere. It's gonna be like Futurama, is what I'm picturing. Maybe, right. maybe it'll just be like heads and tanks. <laughs> this is terrible. It's going to be like uh, like Mars Attacks. With what, Gen- you uh, know what I'm actually assuming is that we could like maybe download ourselves into like maybe genetic, genetically okay. Okay. copied download, bodies. Download, download. You know? Um, yeah, but this whole, uh, the, it's a bit interesting seeing how the whole thing, because I've, I've seen videos before on like YouTube on how the queen does and um, what's going to happen when the queen does. and uh, But it's been really interesting seeing everything kind of play out. And it's like, usually we have our dead buried pretty quickly, but we're also like peasants, I guess. Um, and hers is really like drawn out. Do you know? Uh, that? Well, not always true, though, mm-hmm. because like you also have to keep in mind that especially for big families, a lot of times um, people are on ice for a while while you get the funeral and everything together mm-hmm. in order for like the entire family to show up. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it's been wild. That's really like, I follow the daily mail, which is not the greatest news source, but it is the news source. And I get, I get a lot of information from there. I get a lot of headlines from there and I pick those headlines and I'll go like cross check, but, um, they've been covering the, the, the funeral for, for a while and all of the processions and everything. And it's, uh, you cannot find, you cannot scroll two feet or two scrolls without finding uh, an article about Harry and Megan and why they're well, mad and they're stomping well, their feet and I, they're angry. I I just, I just saw that Harry and Megan were disinvited from the reception. It's so stupid. Did it's you, so stupid. Did you see that? There is like no wonder she did not want to fucking stay there because like there's not a single headline that is not like oh Megan's smirking while Kate is is uh yeah is it. it you know what I found most interesting? Like one of the pieces of info I found out about like all the royal stuff. Um, they're in the, the reason there's like eight pallbearers is because it's a lead, uh, lead lined coffin, and that coffin apparently weighs like a ton. Is there any like significance for the eight number? Because they want the uh, for eight because mm-hmm. they can just hold the lead lined coffin because it's a heavy then coffin. Then why not 10? That because I guess they could, I guess. I don't know. It's eight though, they do eight. Um, it's because they want the, the bodies of the Royals to last a very long time. Um, and I think it can last like, I don't know, like up to a year or so, maybe even more um, in the lead laden coffin. And she's going to be, I always figured that she was going to have some sort of like big statue above her grave or something like that. And like her grave was going to be like a public thing. I didn't realize like she's going to go be entered into like a, a private like crypt in a, a memorial church or something like hmm. that. And that's, I, I thought, I thought that was really interesting. Um, and she's just going to, her, her coffins are just going to be there and there's going to be like a little gate in front of it. She's going to be like next to all of the coffins and Prince Philip, his body is going to be moved to be next to hers. It's always weird knowing like where you're going to like be interred. Right. Mm-hmm. So you have, you have family members, especially, uh, that like buy like crypts or they like buy like plots of like burial areas. Yeah. You know, and it's always weird to think about that, especially like, okay, so like, let's say we're a couple, I mean, we are a couple and, uh, I die. Yeah. And then you, for some reason, betray me and get married to somebody else. Who do you get buried with? Who do I get paired with? Oh, buried with. Buried with. Yeah. I'm in the middle. No, <laughs> no. We already talked Who's about my this. husband though. Is no. it like Tom Hardy or is it, you know, it's Joe Schmo. Like I already told you, I don't care if you have a boyfriend after I die, you are not getting this married. This is gonna again. sound really dark, but if you die, baby, I'm I'm done. I'm gone. I'm throwing myself over okay, the don't, Titanic. Don't say that because that, that that sounds problematic. I it, it might be problematic, but that's how I feel. I'm done. Maybe I'll go on like one real nice vacation with your life insurance. <laughs> and then, <laughs> My life insurance. <laughs> Like a hundred thousand dollar vacation or something like that, and then I end up on a, a yacht, like a real rich one, and I throw myself off of it, and I wear like we've the actually talked Titanic about this a lot. <laughs> it's really messed up, a, a, a little too much. But, uh, <laughs> we've talked about the fact that if one of us die, yeah, we have life insurance, and then we'll like split it if the other one's dies amongst both of our families. Oh well, yeah. yeah, I don't know if we need to go into the life insurance thing. We might have people trying to kill us now. Yeah, I don't trust Jennifer Garcia. <laughs> I don't trust Aaron Garcia. <laughs> you don't trust your family. I don't trust Bailey Garcia. I don't trust Key. <laughs> I don't trust Key. But, she, trust but she's not either. on our yeah, life. No, 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 no. So. Um, I don't know. This whole thing has been really interesting to see how it's all playing out. And um, I guess so, like, 
I guess Charles is going to be king officially. I think a lot of he people like, I just, I always thought as an American that they would kind of like overstep him and just go to I William. thought they were going to skip him. They should have, honestly. I thought I they were like going to skip him. It's the new age. It's time. Um, for, for those of you out there who've seen. Don't. <laughs> no. Who've seen The Prince. <laughs> it is such an excellent, but really it's bad terrible. show. It's a terrible show. Um, it's not a good show. Um, if, 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 <laughs> it did not. If, reviewed, if you're very offended by like South Park slash Family Guy humor, don't watch it. It's very much that. But it's got some good moments. And <laughs> if if you do like that, then I, I would say definitely check it out. I don't it's, even know. I think it's I think it's had a resurgence. It, it, well, it I think has. it's had a resurgence. My gosh, I cannot scroll yeah. TikTok without seeing anything about like the royal family. People giving me all these stories. I already know how Diana died. How the, they're like, did you know that Prince Charles was once married to Diana, Princess of Wales, and he cheated on her with Camilla, and they got divorced? I'm like, yes, yes, we all Gen Zer. We yes, yeah, Gen Zier. sixteen year old telling me about the the royals. I know this, um, but also if you scroll like one more, you'll see a clip from the what is it, the young prince or just the prince? No, it's, I think it's just called the prince. Yeah, yeah, you'll see a clip from that. There's there's a bunch of them, and it's mostly like um, Queen Elizabeth getting mad at Camilla. And, and there's only one season. Even the first time we watched it, we we watched it and we were like, I don't, it's terrible. I don't think we're gonna like, tell people we watched this. No, it's because it's so. <laughs> It's so not good. It's shitty. But it's it, like it's, real mean. It's mean spirited kind of. But it's uh, it's just you just laugh at what you laugh at. I guess. Um, yes. Yes. So when we I come want a season back, two. Speaking of royals, <laughs> when we come back, we're gonna talk about the woman king and all. It's a hot button topic, so everybody's talking about it right now. And uh, yeah, we will see you in a second. It's time to talk about Helix Sleep. Oh, my oh, favorite part of the episode. I love Helix Sleep. Love sleeping on our Helix Sleep mattresses. That's going to be like the last thing that we move from this apartment. The, yes, the quick king size. But we luck- moved the queen size already. Luckily, we're we're in between places right now, mm-hmm. so we have a Helix mattress in our new place and a Helix mattress right here. We're kind of like so enjoying, we're covered on both we're sides. We're acting like we have like a vacation apartment that's like twenty minutes away from our house now. Helix is a premium mattress and a box company that makes beds to fit your unique sleep style. Helix knows that everybody is different and everybody has their own unique needs, and so they've made a sleep quiz that'll match you with your perfect mattress based on your needs. I am an all-over sleeper. Alistair is more of a side sleeper. He likes a firm mattress. I like, uh, you know, more medium. We took the quiz together and we got the Midnight Mattress. And one of the best parts about Helix is that they deliver the mattress right to your door for free. It comes rolled up in a box and is super easy to set up yourself. And if it makes you nervous to buy something online that you haven't tried, Helix has a 100 night sleep trial so you get more than 3 months to make sure that you absolutely love it. And if you don't, They'll pick it up for you and you'll get a full refund. Well, if you or somebody knows in the market for a new mattress and you think that Helix sounds right for you, you can go to helixsleep.com slash tequila where you can get up to $200 off of your mattress. And two free pillows! Ooh, you know what? I, I had to do like a Helix spot for Instagram. I agreed to work with them on Instagram recently. And I once I posted their stories, I, I got like a bunch of messages about it just because uh, I think mine said... Uh, take the quiz and you can get up to $200 off. And everybody was responding. And two free pillows. Don't forget Alistair's two free pillows. I know. That's I actually your legacy, said it. There, there is a clip of me saying, and two free pillows, but you did not include it. I'm so sorry, baby. I know. That's my thing. That's I'm what people sorry. know me know. for. Two free pillows. It's going to be on your so. tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> and we are back, guys. We actually just... You, is it raining? It is raining. I hear it. Oh. Goodness, we would love to be outside right now because it never rains in El Paso. Um, okay, we are back to talk about The Woman King. We actually just went and watched this, The Alamo Draft House by our house, and it was, I don't know, what did you think of the movie? Well, like right before this. So before this, one, I just really wanted to see Viola Davis yes. dominate my screen. And we talked about this at... I'm not sure if we talked about this on Coffee Tequila, but we talked about about this at some point where we wanted a Viola Davis like mega movie, and I feel like like a big mega movie. Yeah, she gets a lot of roles. She does get a lot of roles. She's not struggling for work, but uh, we have this like trend of seeing Viola Davis in. Uh, I don't know. They get they. A lot of times we have her in these roles where she has to do like the Viola Davis whale, 
where she like is crying real loud and doing the like Viola Davis like number, mm-hmm. um, which is fantastic by the way. It's like what you know, big thing she's known for. But I've, I've always wanted to see her in something like this, right? Like this is a uh, we love a badass. Well, also kicking ass movie, don't we? It was an action movie, yes. And I think that she really that's what was delivered. so special about it, right? Is yeah. that she really was? When I say I, I don't mean to bandwagon hop and like sometimes the bandwagon is the right place to be. Viola Davis was phenomenal. In this movie, she clearly trained her ass off for this role, mm-hmm. studied all of the fight choreography, had some stellar fight she choreography. She was a beast in this movie. Yes. She looked so good. And like, uh, so before going in, I thought I was going to like it, mm-hmm. but I loved it. I truly did not know much about it. So I, I wanted to go in not knowing much about mm-hmm. it. Um, and let me tell you that Lashana Lynch... Just looked up her name, which was which for one? me was like the big standout besides Viola Davis. She was uh, the trainer. Okay. Remember? Oh yes. Yeah. Okay. She. Oh my gosh, I loved her so much, and I really want to see her more stuff. Yeah. Now. Yeah. It had a really great cast. It was real well acted. John Boyega was in it, which I was surprised at again. Again, I like. Didn't Did you even turn to me? You're like, is that John Boyega? Yes, that's him. But it was just, it was a really, really good movie. Um, I just, I didn't really know much about it going into it. So I didn't really know what it was about. I remember we watched the trailer maybe like a night ago. Um, you showed me the trailer. And, and so we went into it. And I kind of went so into it. Like, I really want to watch it. Yeah, I kind of went into it. But well, we're going to watch it the other day. I was like, two and a half hours. Oh, man. That's the two and a half hour movies have been hitting me hard lately. It's been. Yeah. Well, it's. It, it, it's this one didn't feel like it, though. It, it was, it, yeah. it went. You it, know? It, it, it was paced well. Made nineteen million dollars on the first day, so so far it's a success. Oh, is, it, is that domestic or worldwide? Domestic, okay. and uh, it's at ninety four percent in Rotten Tomatoes, which is I also never really like good. go on Rotten Tomato scores anyway. It's it isn't those don't really do a whole lot for me. The movie basically sometimes they do. The movie's called The Woman King. It's about um, the is it a Goji? Oh, I'm going to butcher these names. It's a Goji, right? The Agoji, it's like an yeah. all all female warrior led Agoji. like military for the uh, the kingdom of Dahomey. Yes, is it Dahomey? 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 I think yes. Um, and it's just like a badass woman kicking kicking ass movie, which we love. We we are fans of both of the Vampire Slayer. We're fans of uh, Underworld. Uh, any any anything where we get like a female kicking ass. It's always much more aesthetically pleasing than uh, than a man than John Wick. Uh, um, okay, okay, let's step back. A hey, little misogynist. Bit. But, Calm <laughs> anyways, them. I think twenty twenty two. I'm gonna be honest, has been really good for potential slayers in movies because I I've seen it both yeah. in Prey. I saw saw it in The Princess. We're gonna I'm call it, it in The Woman King. We're gonna call anything, and they slayer. all seem like sorry. It's, it's, it's just women who are kicking ass yeah. in action. And I am loving that. Yeah. And the Agoje also... Agoje. Agoje. Okay. Also uh, inspired the... uh, Oh, yeah. Oh, Dora Milaje? Black Black Panther. The female army in Black Panther. Because they were the King's Guard, but the Agoje were also the King's Guard. Yeah. And so, like, that for me was very interesting. And, like, I I was looking at, at a Times article about it. Uh, by uh, Lara Zornasa, and she was saying that Black Panther, in a lot of ways, kind of uh, paved s- the way yeah. for this movie. Yeah, you the know? cinematography really stood out, and uh, I loved how they filmed it. Uh, I thought that everybody looked good yeah. because a lot of times you can tell when filmmakers honestly don't know how to film especially black people mm. and the filmography was amazing. I'll have to imagine this was stood an, out. Yeah. Yeah. This wasn't an, like, this was a black led movie, right? Like behind the camera and in front of the camera. Wasn't it? It had to have been. I don't know about behind the mm. camera. Cause yeah. I haven't, we should have done the, the camera. We should have done the research. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to assume in front of the camera or behind the camera as well. Yeah. Um, but usually when we, you know, in Hollywood, you get a lot of like stereotypical, like Africans and hoods movies you know like that's a big big standard in hollywood and it was really nice to see like a full kingdom you know and like showing this kingdom with this really wonderful set these really wonderful sets yeah. i also saw like i saw a really interesting twitter thread that i'll have to like i'll have to link it honestly it was really really good um basically talking about uh how we sometimes will like just lump all of Africa together, especially mm-hmm. like historical Africa all together, rather than like realizing Africa is a really big 
continent, uh, continent and uh, like f- that had many different states and the many different states were doing many different things right like some were involved in slave trade some were like you know uh some weren't involved in stra- slave trade uh, that's also a big really big argument when people like bring up uh, that um africans were selling africans well you know africa wasn't like a monolith you know they had different yeah. kingdoms well you know? I, I was even thinking about today i was like okay so like my historical knowledge I feel like I know a lot about most continents, and mm-hmm. I think the two continents I don't know much about historically are Australia and Africa. I would agree. Um, I mean, there's plenty I don't know, but I, I yeah. am and I, going through a renaissance of, of learning right now. And this movie, like, I didn't know anything about this movie. I didn't know anything about the historical significance of this movie, historical accuracy of this movie. I didn't know anything, right? And that's why this so, movie is important, right? Well, it's opening so, up more conversation about that. More people are, like, looking this up than they ever have before, right? Like, I guarantee you, so there's a lot of criticism right now for this movie, right? Um, a lot of people, like, I knew as soon as just seeing the seeing the – the name on paper without ever looking at an image. If you just see the name on paper, the woman King, I knew people were going to come in with the, this is just woke bullshit. You know, this is just wokeness. Um, then you see images and you realize it's Viola Davis, you know, this black woman King. And it's like, Oh, this is just more woke bullshit. Yeah. That's just what this movie is. Knew all of that was coming. Watched the movie. <laughs> Went and saw what people were saying about the movie. And that's what people were saying about the movie. Basically, saying that it's woke bullshit and uh, a big criticism for this movie has been the historical inaccuracy of the movie, right? So, yes. So, I actually looked at that up as soon as you brought that up to me. Mm-hmm. And so, Leonard Wanchekon is a professor of politics at the international uh, and international affairs yeah. at Princeton U- University. And he was their historian mm-hmm. for the movie. And I think that, so I did see the criticisms about, about it, like not being historically accurate, uh, about like the uh, tribe going back and uh, doing uh, trading slaves again. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that the movie really shies away from that. Well, so the movie does like, a, so the, what I was seeing was that it, the way that the way people were talking about it, Seemed like they just completely like flipped script and said that oh the Dahomey never um, sold slaves they never traded slaves they always wanted uh, you know uh, to free slaves and like they were very against like slave traders um, but the movie didn't say that the movie like very much acknowledged that the, yes they did trade slaves at some point mm-hmm. um, it wasn't to the extent that was probably the most historically accurate right so the the well, Dahomey I think was that a, they stopped at a point in history where yes, that was they accurate took liberties yeah. listen they took liberties in this movie just like all Hollywood movies do so a couple of things right like the Dahomey was a kingdom in Africa they were con- conquering other states at times they were involved in slave trading um they're they're like big enemies they apparently had two wars with france the uh franco uh Dahomean war one and two uh oh, really? in the sequel yeah so like france was their big thing um and i think france actually ended up colonizing the Dahomey uh kingdom so what? i don't yeah, I, I know the yeah. movie was Portugal. They just kept, that was, there. was it Portugal? I, yeah. I just kept yeah, hearing them say Portuguese. European. I just kept hearing European, European. Okay. Honestly, I, th- I think the movie is about this tribal women. Yeah. It's about like bringing historical attention to this tribal women who are women warriors, which is a rare thing to have. Yeah. And I, I, I loved it, honestly. I, I really loved it. The only slight criticism that I have for the movie. And I really, really loved it. 94% is a perfect number because at 6% was that I wanted kind of a lesbian romance. So they had a romance in it and I didn't care about it. I just didn't care about the romance at all. What's well, how you do it, right? It's it was how, weirdly how placed it in there. It was like, as soon as these characters lock eyes, we know that's going to be the romance of the movie. And it's like, I don't care about that, right? I care more about like their training and like the training stuff was phenomenal to me this this like competition that they have oh yeah it's phenomenal like i wanted all of that it's just uh they used to call them the they used to call them amazon warriors in europe like that's how they knew them Mm -hmm. as like uh the uh amazons and uh part partially for that they would be cut off from men you know men weren't allowed to look at them Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they weren't allowed to take husbands. They weren't li- not allowed to bear children or yeah. or anything like that. And for me, I don't think that was all of them either. Though I was reading that like that wasn't all. So so what, yeah, okay. It, well, I'm talking about the movie. Yeah. So for me in the movie, I feel like that was a really good place 
to have a lesbian romance. <laughs> and I really wanted a lesbian romance. I just didn't care about a romance, period, I don't think, in this one. I didn't need it. Um, I yeah, will, but it's a representation. Like, you can't tell me that you had an entire warrior woman culture and there was no lesbian romance. I have no idea. We saw the movie like an hour ago. I have not had time to do the deepest of dives into this information. So please... <laughs> Take everything I say with a grain of salt. And um, it's up to us to do our own research, right? And so I'm, I'm like, very interested in finding out the, the, the rest of the story on this. Um, but so th- there's a lot of people criticizing the movie for the historical inaccuracies. They're, they're like, really going in on this movie because of that. Um, however... I feel like that's just the internet. That's just the internet, right? That's just the internet, like, kind of attacking this movie. When real life... And, like, the internet is, like, a section of real life. But real life, our theater was packed. People were excited during this movie. I could hear, like, claps coming from back, claps coming from the front. People were, like, yes. talking through it, and they were, like, reacting to it. That's a really good movie when you have people reacting during yes. the movie. And they clapped after afterwards. Not. I bet you yeah. there were several book, book clubs that showed up. <laughs> I think so. There was like a group. There <laughs> that was, was like the a, vibe I was getting. There was a gaggle of older ladies that were in front of us walking out of the movie. They went straight to the bar, by the way, when we went to the front <laughs> door. Um, and they were chatting all about the movie, and they loved it. you know. And this was a packed theater. And not only this showing, we've looked at other showings to figure out which showing to go to. They're all packed. So well, I said nineteen million dollars in the first day. Well, yes. yeah. So sometimes Good. when you see like the bullshit on the internet and you see the people complaining about woke or this, that, that, and the whole discourse going back and forth on the internet, like maybe check it out. Maybe look at what people are saying. Yeah. But like, don't like again take it with a grain of salt because people are loving this. People are loving the movie, um, and I am sure a lot of people who have these criticisms did not look up. They they did not know n- much about a large majority. Not everybody did not know much about African history before they saw the big poster for the woman King starring Viola Davis. Right. They did not care to look into it until they saw that. And then they needed something to, to attack. I think people want something to bitch at. Oh, always. Always. Something to bitch at. Cause you know what? When the gladiator gladiator came out in 2000, people weren't bitching about it. (laughs) What? Nothing. I'm just joking. Uh, Like people weren't bitching about it. People Mm -hmm. loved it. It wasn't historically accurate. Yeah. You know, and like... But when not, did the Gladiator come out? Do you know what year that was? Okay, so we didn't have Twitter back then. I guarantee if we had had Twitter, they were going to be bitching about that movie too, right? It's just like the internet sometimes like rots your brain. It just rots your brain. Sometimes we can just go and enjoy things. And this is like a movie to be enjoyed. It is so good. And it gets you interested and going and learning the real story. Yeah, you're I, like, oh, I want to know more right. about this. Yeah. Let me do some research. Exactly. Yes. It's a story that's condemning slavery. It's condemning the slave trade, whether that was entirely historically accurate or not. Um, it's a movie about heart and fight and togetherness, right? And supporting your fellow warriors and your fellow human being. Um, it, it's just a fucking good movie. Go and enjoy it. It is well worth the watch. Um, and also, let's talk about some other movies. That, that are, are very historically, historically inaccurate. inaccurate because that's just the thing that happens with Hollywood, right? Is like Hollywood does not turn out the most historically accurate movies. In fact, Hollywood pretty much with all of their historical dramas, epics, all of them pretty much like fudges shit, right? Like that's just what happens. So with, um, I'd like to point out Anastasia number one. Anastasia. (laughs) This is just a chance for us to talk about more movies, by the way. Anastasia is one of my favorite movies. It is, like, so close to my heart. I love this movie. Try to get him to watch it. Any any chance I get, right? I've probably seen it five times since we've been married. I love it. And Sage loves it, too. And you know what? She listens to the soundtrack with me. It's a good soundtrack. Anastasia is a phenomenal movie. It is also a really fucked up movie. And... Like terrible when you really think about it. Anastasia, this in in the movie, she's like eight. The beginning of the movie, she starts out and she's like a child, right? When uh, Rasputin comes in, and Rasputin is this this uh, magical being who takes down the Romanov family, and he really influences everybody to take them down. And there, uh, uh, Anastasia almost gets away with her grandmother. They're supposed to go to Paris, and she falls off a train, loses her memory, and then we pick up with her like when she's adult, an adult, and she finds out that she is actually Anastasia. Like, that's the whole, her whole journey in the movie. Um, yeah. 
She and then died. you have the whole Ra- Rasputin thing. Yeah, they just and make then, him like, the Disney villain, and, right? And then like, you wouldn't think that Meg Ryan would sing so well, but she smart. did amazingly. We already know this, by the way. This is another one of Alistair's conspiracy theories. Uh, Meg, Meg Ryan did not sing mm, the Zachary, songs. Uh, I, I literally just looked it up, <laughs> and she's casted as Are Anastasia. Are you being serious? Okay. And Anastasia sung the songs. So <laughs> Meg Ryan did it. Okay. All righty. Anyway, the real Anastasia... Died when she was like 17 years old with the rest of her family in a basement. Um, soldiers put them down in the basement, shot them, and then like did really horrible things with all of their bodies. They buried them once in a mine shaft, or like dumped their bodies once in a mine shaft. Went back and got them, buried them uh, in in some forest. Different graves, yeah. Buried separately. Like I think two of them were buried off over here. One of uh, the rest of them were buried off over here, and like just terrible, terrible, terrible story, right? Um, and babe, before you get on your Anastasia train, I want to want to let you know that we can have an Anastasia episode, okay? So you don't have oh, to. Oh, we are. You don't have to say we it all are. right now. You do not have to say it I all right now. I won't bore you all with the details right now, but we are going to do a long ass episode, probably a two parter, on Anna Anderson, the most famous Anastasia imposter. Um, that is allegedly. A story. Allegedly. That is a story. Um, but Anastasia is a beloved movie. People love that movie, you know? And it's 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 not accurate at all. It's like a Disney movie There's without... nothing accurate I think about it's a it. Disney movie now, isn't it? It is now it was, a Disney it's movie. It's been purchased it bought, by Disney, by, yeah. yeah. Anastasia is now a Disney Ooh. princess, which is also really messed up when you think about it. <laughs> but I haven't seen her being recognized as, as a Disney princess. Yeah, so. I don't know. Like, I mean, they, they always do stuff like that. Um, Apocalypto is another one of my re- uh, favorite oh, yeah. movies. Made by Mel Gibson, but neither here nor there. Um, Apocalypto, though, is chronologically inaccurate. Like all of, if you watch it and you know anything about like Mayan history, it just is wild to watch it because of of just the events that are happening. You know, because well, none of those events were together; they were all very, very spread out, and it just like it's it's like the dress, uh, how they're acting, all that stuff together. Um, though I do appreciate that it is in a different language. Yeah. That's oh, the one thing I really appreciate, to appreciate about, about it. That's yeah. why I like it so much, right? Like, it is a well-made movie. It yeah. is a well-made movie. It's just not historically accurate. Pocahontas, another big one. Animated big one. Actual Disney princess. Um, let's go through some of that stuff. Pocahontas was a I child. Know. She was... I, she, <laughs> I think the only thing that we should ever take away from Pocahontas is... Uh, what, what is it? Color of the Wind? No, is it... There's lots to take away from Pocahontas. There's lots of messages in Pocahontas that are really like wonderful to have. Pocahontas is a, another like beloved song, movie. Uh, like we beloved, we love that movie. It's it's a great movie. It's not historically accurate. There's not any, hardly anything about it that's historically accurate. John Smith was it definitely like, frames the white people as the good guys, right? I wouldn't say Wait, that. Nah, I would yeah, say right, like right, they right. have the good guys yes. within the white guys, right? Yeah, like yeah, John yeah. Smith is supposed to be a good guy. Oh, but he was like close to 30. Pocahontas was like a child. They didn't have a romance. There wasn't some grand romance between the two like we're meant to believe. Um, uh, and she died at like 21 years old, right? Like she Well, she probably was paraded around Europe. She probably caught some white man disease like smallpox or something like that. And, and she died. She was paraded around England. You yeah. know, she was a... Uh, which is also Pocahontas 2, Journey to a New World. <laughs> Which we've both seen. I also really like that one. <laughs> <laughs> Which is horrible. It's terrible. Um, when I was a kid, actually, I, I used to come home from school or from pre-K or wherever I was going at the time. And um, my parents always had like a Disney VHS ready for me. It just happened like, in my memory, it's like every day it happened. But I doubt it. I don't think so. It was. I don't think it was that often. But... I would just come home and it would be sitting on top of the VCR, like brand new, and it's a VHS case. I remember Pocahontas 2 being the one of the most ones I was most excited for, right? That and The Little Mermaid. And I know my I went with my mom to get The Little Mermaid, actually. We're not going into it. Um, one of my fondest childhood memories. Just getting the, getting the movies, you know? Sometimes my parents were really good about that. As they would buy me certain movies and, like, hide them in places. Like, just movies that they knew I loved, right? This is... Real bragging on my parents, by the way. This is I do a lot of bitching well, about my parents, but they had their really great moments. And one of them was I remember I came from, from school one time, and um, like I opened the like somebody asked me to go get a knife or something like that, like a butter knife, and I opened the the, the silverware drawer, and the Grudge Two DVD was in there, and it was the just Grudge like too. I just loved that shit. It was always like hidden stuff. Speaking of parentage, uh, my mother sending me all of the. People bitching 
about the handmaids and the handmaid's tail group. Okay. Back on track. Back on track. Sorry. She's sending me drama. Um, yeah, I don't have really good memories with my parents. Uh, another one, uh, Braveheart is listed. It's like people love Braveheart. You love Braveheart. I do love Braveheart. Yeah. And let me tell you, a lot of these movies, a lot of these like historical war movies are like the war movies that I... Uh, kind of like bonded with my dad about yeah because like we'd watch these together and they're like really good really epic and braveheart yes i know it's not historically accurate however it's men in kilts so like wonderful yes. wonderful i wasn't a big braveheart fan i remember watching it i remember it used to come on tv a lot and i used to watch it on the tv and i just was never it was if you heard a toot, we got a dog down here, okay? <laughs> French bulldogs that got a flat face, they do that. Uh, it was neither of us. <laughs> um, Braveheart, I mean, it's uh, people love that movie, you know? Like, white men are never going to give up Braveheart. They will never give up Braveheart. Well, I, I, have you seen the stuff where, like, people, like, do, like, in-depth dives, yeah. dives to Braveheart? Yeah. Where you, like, see, like, modern stuff, like, somebody's, like, wearing, like, tennis shoes and stuff Braveheart like that? Braveheart created a formula, like a war movie formula, like a warrior formula, like people follow the Braveheart formula still. Um, arguably, this could also be a Braveheart. You know, the woman king could be a Braveheart. But Braveheart is one of the, it's like on a lot of lists also, by the way, of the most historically inaccurate movies of all time. Yes. You know, like it is, it is. Terribly inaccurate. Um, William Wallace was a nobleman when they try to make him like a farmer, right? They try to like really dole down his status already. They're like, he's a commoner. He's a commoner. He's poor, you know? Um, there's no bridge in the Battle of Sterling Bridge. <laughs> no. It's in a field. <laughs> it's just like, there's there's a bunch of stuff, right? There's a bunch of stuff, but like, it's still a really beloved movie. Um, and nobody's going to take that away from anybody. Nobody's going to take your joy away from loving Braveheart, even though it's inaccurate. Like, you know, 300. Again, like 300 is just one that's more following a graphic novel anyway than historically trying to be historically accurate, which is also Braveheart, by the way. Let me go up um, to my notes. Uh, Braveheart this was from more Zach based, Snyder, by the way. Braveheart was uh, based more on a poem. They never claimed to like try to be historically accurate. They always said that they were basing it on a poem about William Wallace. Now, back to 300. 300, again, also is is a... Uh, based on a graphic novel rather than, like, actually trying to be historically accurate, um, which they, I feel like I'm, like, slurring accurate. Well, Ac accurate. 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 Well, it, um. it, it's it's very snack, 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 snack. Holy shit, dude. Why did you do this? Duh? This is supposed it's, to be coffee. It's very I'm really snack, sorry, snack. guys. So, this is rosé. One thing I do love about <laughs> Zack Snyder is that he does know how to uh, take advantage of the male form. Yes. And so, like, oh, pose uh, a beautiful, beautiful. I bet it was torture for all of them, but like, they looked phenomenal. Well, movie. yeah. Yeah. It, 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 I, you can like look up the 300 workout or, or, or whatever. And there's a lot of stuff in 300 and, that's like really accurate too, right? Like, like the, they were, they were a, a civilization. They were a culture that was all about war. There was, they were, they yeah. They were incredibly about war. Everything they did was about war, right? Bearing the strongest children, um, raising, freaking warriors looking examining babies when they were born and throwing them off a cliff if they had any abnormalities any deformities um women had to be in top shape to bear these these wonderful children which is why they were like always like i don't know they're they've always been considered like incredibly beautiful right the women of of well, the spartans there's actually so, three things that kind of like sets it apart yeah. so one first uh zack snyder put them all in glowing cloths apparently they would have actually worn armor but we wanted to see their abs gerard so, butler man so that was one thing two things uh the second thing is yes they were a warrior culture but they were also very uh homosexual yeah so it was uh, a lot of especially older men so and again, younger men the homosexuality is always that aspect yes. of it is always like removed and, from it because we're not seeing gerard yes. butler fuck anybody up the ass right like we're not which we should have should have historical accuracy, and I would have exactly. bought for these if I had Twitter at that time. Um, okay. Um, also, uh, pretty dark, but they were engaging in like pedophilia. Um, they weren't like attracted to these young children, but as a sort of like child mentor relation, um, there were sex acts involved with children. Yes. And like, of course, they're not going to put that in 300, but that's the accuracy. Why aren't we talking about the accuracy there? Why aren't we complaining about that? Right. Um, 
it's because we don't need to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to put that in there, and we can still enjoy the movie without it. Um, they weren't as outnumbered as we're supposed to believe they were. They were still outnumbered, but not as outnumbered. I thought, just thought that was a little morsel of something. A little bit more. A little bit more. Um, but we love 300. That's one of my favorite movies, again. Like, we do I, like I 300. I love 300. And I love the sequel to 300. I think that is, Ava Green is phenomenal in that one. It was good, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, not as good as I expected, but good. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, Marie Antoinette, another one of my favorite movies. I We're listing favorite that. movies. Sofia Coppola's. Yes. Sofia Coppola's uh, Marie Antoinette. It's wonderful. And it's not entirely historically inaccurate. Again, like with movies like this, with movies that take place over a long period of time, and it, oftentimes they just combine events or like squish time periods together, right? So like, for example, when Marie Antoinette has an affair in, in the movie, um, it was actually over over the course of a long a long like number of years, right? Yeah, sometimes but they, they say it's like it a couple together. months. They just like squished it together. Yeah. Uh, Marie Antoinette uh, does not talk about a lot of politics that went involved in that world, um, and that's the, just a director's choice, you know. That is to kind of show Marie Antoinette in her own little bubble, in her right. own little world. But like we're omitting a lot of information and a lot of the reason that people were so angry about what was happening, you know, and when the overspending and that they were like freaking starving in the streets while. These royals were off in this palace, living lux, living lux, man. Although there was shit being thrown out of the out of the windows, and it, and there was cat shit everywhere, and so you always like hear about people just shitting in the, pee, the corridors, pissing in the quarters, and yeah, yeah apparently it was not the best place to be for smells. But, but um, also, the music was not historically accurate. I loved it though. I loved yeah. it. I loved mm. it. Mozart or nothing. That's what I Marie think. Marie just a great movie. We love it. We love it. Uh, Kirsten Dunst has an American accent playing Marie Antoinette. <laughs> Where's the outrage? Where's the outrage? We don't need it. Um, the Favorite. Did you ever watch The Favorite? I know I watched it with my mom and my What's, sister. We went to the Alamo uh, Draft House to watch babe, it. Babe, I watched it with you, and then you said, I'm going to watch it with them. Ah, maybe that's the order I went in. Okay, that's okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, costuming wasn't that accurate. Um, the I always I was I was a little let down <laughs> when I, I looked it up right after the movie, and uh, I found out there were romantic relationships between Queen Anne and Abigail and Sarah. It's been very very debated, right? Like, there's not really any evidence that that went on, um, except for like some mentions of like rumors well, in letters, and yeah. uh, I think Sarah circulated a poem or something like that some sort of like piece of writing around the palace um and like spread a rumor that queen anne and abigail were having like a lesbian affair right um that was something she spread uh prince george was also still alive during that time it's not in the movie um these events prince george was alive during uh, queen anne's husband and they didn't show any of that you know they didn't show him because they were like it yeah. was, it was I a still movie. really like the favorite. It was a really good movie, yeah. but it's it's a movie that like had a very clear message they were trying to get through, right? And so they took liberties. They like removed him. They took liberties with the with the the affairs that were in the love triangle that was going on. They had like messages that they wanted to get across, right? Well, let's also acknowledge the difficulty it is to take a historical event and put it in within like two hours, yeah. right? So, like, you have to take some liberties in order to, like, get to the meat. Well, of course, yeah. That, of what's and happening. And, like, like, whatever movie is being made and at whatever time, they have a modern lens on it. So, like, during the time Braveheart was made, they had a modern lens on Braveheart. They were saying very specific things about that time, right? Or, like, they were... They were the, the lens was of the time, right? So the favorite, the lens was of the time. It was through that lens of that year, Um and that's just how these things are made. That's how these uh, historical movies are made, just well, through the lens that they're made at the time. You know, and some are made with an agenda, like <laughs> the Last that. Samurai, two thousand three, with Tom Cruise. I've never seen that. Was you it Tom Cruise? It? it was Tom Cruise. Yeah, I thought that was. Um, I thought that was Matt Damon. No, it was Tom Cruise. But the, what was Matt Damon in? He another in like another that. movie. Um, but it was, it was a Tom Cruise and it was, uh, they hired an American advisor that became the last samurai, but that's not true because they actually hired advisors from France mm. and, uh, oh, I remember this. It, I have it, seen it, this it, actually. It, it wasn't a civil war veteran and, uh, he was more, more of an advisor. He wasn't a master samurai mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, it just, I hardly remember this one though. So I don't, I wouldn't, you like this one. 
No, I don't. Oh, I thought we were adding just movies that we enjoyed. No, um, I, I just, I, I, I think even in 2003, it was a bad taste, honestly, <laughs> to do it. I think even 2003, that was bad. That's fair. We have, um, and then you have the Patriot, Mel Gibson again. Mm. Mel Gibson did a lot of these. Yeah, he 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 was all about playing the Patriot in whatever historical. Do you know uh, how accurate the um, area he was in? The Passion of the Christ was. I don't remember. I, I've only ever seen it once. I went and saw it like I was taken. I was against my will to see that in the theater. It was the most traumatizing movie I'd ever seen as a I'll, child. I'll tell you, I've never been Worse there when Jesus Christ mm-hmm. was there either. So I cannot tell you the historical accuracy of that. I don't know it. I don't know it either. Um, uh, an upcoming movie, Blonde, has been getting a lot of buzz also because of uh, the. Uh, it's Blonde is 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 uh, a movie about Marilyn Monroe, but based on the Joyce Carol Oates novel about Marilyn Monroe so it is a fictitious um, account of like it's just taking like historical events and and uh, just creating a whole story out of it that didn't really happen right I think that when you really try to take a character and like funnel them into like one movie you miss out on a lot of stuff so like one movie that I thought that was d- done really well with uh, Renee Zellweger was Judy oh I thought Judy was phenomenal but also because they just took a very small snippet of judy garland's yeah, life i love and said, let's make a movie that. about this i wish more actresses and actors would sign on to do like multiple movies like that to do multiple periods of their life because judy was a phenomenal movie again historically inaccurate movie um but still probably more accurate because just, they just took a dedicated well, time here on these lists you know, we have like varying degrees of like accuracy right like well, also, not everything you, is you, you have be. to take some liberties yeah because you weren't there yeah nobody knows what people said nobody knows you know? judy she didn't by the they way just know um, she didn't run the, off with the, a, a couple of gays and they cooked her eggs on the stove but baby, you know they they did i'm sorry to believe it. in my it head they did it was us. they had eggs <laughs> it was good um <laughs> but like yeah blonde is one that's coming up this year it's going to be on netflix and people are like really upset about it because like joyce carol oates invented a a rape scene a pretty graphic rape scene that they have filmed apparently just from things i've read that they have filmed and put in there that does not like there's no basis for it um and people are pretty angry about it and understandably so um and it's, it's Anna de Armas, right? Anna de Armas, and it's just got you know, it's not, it's being you know, what I found weird about it is it's being marketed as something that is, um, truth rather than, or at least they're omitting that it's like a fiction book, it's a fiction novel. Um, yeah, well, we don't know, maybe when we sit down and watch it, they'll put Marilyn something Monroe in front, and like. I mean, again, they, they probably just say based on Blonde, the novel by George. Well, of Carol. course, that's what they're doing. That's it's, probably what it's they omission. Say. Yeah. It's omission. It's um, omission, and it's still like something that you know, if you know about it, you might not. It might not sit too well with you. I think you um, have that book, but too. I think people are still going to. And I enjoy the book, which is really bad, but I do enjoy the book, and I think I am going to be interested in watching this movie. It does like make me stir a little bit in my seat, just the kind of idea of like. Adding a rape scene when we don't know if, you know, she was raped in that way, you know? Like, it's kind of weird to, like, add that. Um, well, they also added a um, R-A-P-E scene to The Woman King. And mm. we don't know if that happened. But, I mean, like, that was a... Uh, that's a little bit more, like, removed in history, so it, like, again... Mm, but does that still make it okay? It doesn't. You know what? It does so, not. It does not. Um, like, 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 where's where, where's the line here? Yeah, uh, what else? Uh, I guess we're running to the end of our list, but like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, very well, historically yeah, but like, accurate. It was extremely pur- historically it was purpose- accurate. purposely historically Hand accurate. Hand me the chapstick. Why? It Why? Was, because the, he wanted to tell a different story. I was pretty angry, but then when after after we left the theater, I was glad I didn't have to sit through a Sharon Tate like death scene, you know, because she died pretty pretty horribly. Um, but that oh, yeah. was even like more recent than Marilyn Monroe, you know, like that was super recent that that happened, you know, and, um, still like we know the facts about it, but still historically inaccurate, like his historical was it meant to be historical or just use historical in, people. In, in the question is why do we say historical instead of historical, historical, history, 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 um, <laughs> I don't know. We're running to the end here. The point we're trying to make is that sometimes movies are just good. Sometimes movies are just good movies. Enjoy what you want. Do your own research. 
And it's being, all of these movies are being made through a modern lens. The Woman King is definitely being made through a modern lens. Take it. Look at it. Look at the messaging in it. Enjoy the movie, even if you don't want to look at the messaging. And just have a good time, right? That's a really and, good um, movie. But also, I do want to point out that I don't think it's... Some people just don't. It doesn't sit well with them that historical pieces are, are not historically accurate, right? I think that is also fine. I think we kind of like didn't even touch on that. I do think that's fine. I think sometimes well, like sometimes I'm sorry, his, they're never going to be exactly historically accurate. You're taking the necessary and okay. you're making it into a fic- no. piece of fiction. No, I still think it's okay for like there are some hif- history buffs out there who go to see a historical piece and like do get angry that like it's not historically accurate and that can bug them and that's okay. Even history is not historically accurate. I think the majority Look at most of, of the stuff we studied in high school. Oh. Like George Washington's teeth were pe- not made people, of wood. People make their own narrative, and yeah. I think that's it's fine to make your own narrative in the movies as long as you're aware of what the narrative is. Well, I think the whether you enjoy his, uh, whether you have a problem with something being historically inaccurate or not, in, in a piece of like media like a movie or TV show is like really up to you. It's just going to be up to the viewer. It's not going to be up to me or you to decide what Joe Schmo cares about. You know, um, I. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, think about the other movies you like and whether those are historically accurate too, you know? Sometimes you just like a movie and that's okay. And The Woman King was a very good movie and I highly suggest everybody going and watching it. And Yeah. I thought the fourth Underworld movie was not historically accurate. So. I thought it was very historically accurate. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vampires, mm-hmm. exactly. they act exactly like that. Mm-hmm. You know, their mm-hmm. war with the lichens, perfect. Okay. They nailed that. Okay. I would just sad that I didn't see Celine. So. The Vampiro lichen war, you know, <laughs> wonderful. Um, I don't know. We're rambling now. I think we I'm are. also a little tipsy from that. Um, <laughs> we appreciate you spending some time with us. Yeah. Let us know. I mean, like, I think the biggest question is, do historically inaccurate movies about history, does, does that bother you? Or are you okay with just going along for the ride? And again, your answer is not wrong either way, but um, any racist, misogynistic, any like... Uh, bigoted comments um, that I see, I'm, I'm, I'm getting rid of those because those have no point in the in the conversation. But if you want to talk if, about historical yeah. inaccuracy or accuracy, the floor is yours. You know, go for it. I think that's a it's a super interesting discussion. Yeah, if you want to start a discussion, just make sure it moves the conversation forward. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Let's so. do it. Um, okay. Well, we're gonna go get dinner, and uh, oh, oh, we're, gonna, we're gonna keep the illusion up. We're gonna go get breakfast, guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And we will see you next time. Adios.